I'm your host, Dr. M, and you're listening to Aligned You, a podcast to assist you to truly be aligned through your body, head, and heart so you can reach your full potential in your own unique way. Hey there, Aligned You listeners, Dr. M here, and welcome to this week's episode. This week's episode, I'm excited and pumped to be sharing with you because it's all about stopping and listening to the signs and signals your body is giving you. Now, we have moved beyond the consistency and rhythm series that uh, I've been delivering over the last four weeks, and we're going to be diving deeper into different topics over the next few weeks. But today, I really want to talk about understanding what body signals your is pop my teeth back in, what the signals your body is giving you is actually trying to tell you. And I had a recent experience where you heard me talking a few weeks ago about the talent quest that uh, we were a part of. Now, I use the word talent loosely, but it was an awesome night and it actually been planned for many, many months because it was a precursor to uh, the retreat that my dear friend Pauline went and I were running called Unio, which was all about the sacred union. But we had people flying in from around the world to actually come to the retreat. And so as a precursor to it is that Pauline actually organises part of the Spiritual Entrepreneur Network that she runs is a special night at her restaurant Red Lantern in Darlinghurst. And the premise of the night was that it was going to be a talent quest. Now, people had flown in from all over Australia and around the world uh, to actually be a part of the night and the day and the retreat that we were running. And on the night with the talent quest, it started off with all the cl- the classic performers within our group going, yep, I'm in, I'm in. Some people were in multiple different performances. There were people that were throwing their hat in the ring that wanted to be a part of it because it was an opportunity to be a part of it, not because they were necessarily very good at anything as such, although we realised fairly quickly everybody that had actually entered the talent quest were actually quite good. Uh, but part of the encouragement was to actually get out of our comfort zone and to be a part of it and that the really the whole opportunity was to participate in something different. So my beautiful wife actually jumped in well before I did and she she put her hand up to perform and to sing. Now, Ames actually can sing. She's got a beautiful singing voice. And along the way, I decided that I wanted to be a part of the night and I suggested that perhaps I could actually play guitar and accompany her uh, with the song that she wanted to sing, which she very... Uh, uh kindly agreed to and I will say kindly because she had actually never heard me play guitar now part of why she'd never heard me play guitar is that I'd actually played when I was little the last time I'd played in public was I would have been eight or nine and I was actually in the St Joseph's Oyster Bay which was a suburb close to where I grew up in and it was a St Joseph's Oyster Bay school band Uh, and there were a few of us that were learning guitar with one of our teachers and that would have been the last time I'd ever actually played guitar publicly. I'd learned guitar up into my mid-teens and I was very rock and roll at one point and sold all my guitars so that I could get some tickets to Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's a whole other story. But as a 19-year-old, I actually sold both my guitars, which I wasn't playing very regularly at the time. But I sold my guitars to get tickets to the Chili Peppers to be able to afford to get them. Needless to say at the time my parents were less than impressed when they found out what I had done, but at the time I thought it was rather cool to get tickets to see the Chili Peppers. Fast forward a couple of decades later, I'd actually mentioned to my mum, to Yoda, when she was still Earthside, uh, close to my 40th birthday, that I was thinking about taking guitar up again. So God love mum. Mum actually got me a guitar for my 40th, which at the time I started playing again And then I remembered why I'd stopped playing or why I hadn't taken it up sooner was because those of you who do play instruments that have steel strings, you'd remember or you would have 
recalled that you need to go through a period of time where you actually build calluses up on the tips of your fingers to be able to play the guitar and to be able to press the strings down to actually create the chords. Now, back six years ago, when I tried to take the guitar up again, I remembered that. And I remembered the pain that one has to go through to actually build those calluses up. And it wasn't just the pain that made me put the guitar down six years ago, I recalled recently. It was actually then the impact it actually has on my day-to-day hands-on work as an integrative chiropractor. So I actually put the guitar down again six years ago. Fast forward to the talent quest and I had put my hand up saying that I was going to play guitar again. And I had actually forgotten I'd perhaps because there had been that much time in between, I'd forgotten how much discomfort it actually creates in my in my left hand. Now, it wouldn't really be a big deal except the fact that I happen to work as a chiropractor, which is hands-on, and the feeling and sensation I have through my fingers is an important part of my work. So I had to actually push through those signs and signals. And I'll rephrase, I didn't have to, I chose to, because I'd already committed to actually being part of this particular night and I'd committed to aims that we were going to be performing. So then I had to actually manage the signs and signals that my hands were giving me on the way in so that I didn't create so much pain that I couldn't continue to play. I hope this is making sense. For some of you, you might still be thinking, why the hell is Dr. M telling me this story? Well, the reason why I'm telling you this story is that the number of times that I speak to clients that are just not listening to the signs and signals their bodies are giving them, sometimes they need to push through because it might be part of their work. I look after quite a few people that are trainers and coaches and yoga instructions and Pilates, not instructions, instructors or Pilates instructors. And so sometimes their body is actually giving them signs and signals that maybe it's time to have a bit of a rest or maybe they need to change up how they're doing the workplace. Or it might be some of the stressed out professionals that I'm actually looking after. And their body is giving them signs and signals that perhaps they need to rejig what is actually happening through their day to day so as that they can actually be performing at their best. So that's part of why I'm sharing today's story about the old steel string guitar, because what I realized once we actually performed, and as I said, is that uh, calling it talent would be uh, loose, how uh, we actually performed the night. But we had lots of fun. It definitely got us out of our comfort zone and comfort zones and the people that we surround ourselves with, perhaps an episode for a different time. But it was an interesting uh, example of when my body was giving me signs and signals that it was under stress that it didn't really want to be under. And then the actual feeling afterwards, because I did actually get to the point where I had the calluses back, but I've actually enjoyed not playing the guitar since, which has been about two weeks now since uh, the talent quest was on. And that I actually want to let the calluses subside because it affects affects my day-to-day and the enjoyment that I have in the workplace. Because as the the calluses has actually numb my my ability to feel more through my hands, which is an important part of my work. It certainly doesn't stop me from working. Uh, and if I really, really wanted to keep playing the guitar, I could. But I actually just prefer the sensation of not having the calluses there, if that makes sense. Now, for some of you, you might be thinking and extrapolating that out to different signs and signal your body is giving you right now. And are there things within your life right now that are exacerbating it that you perhaps could do without that would then make a difference to how you're performing on your day-to-day? Is there aspects of how you've got workstation set up, different habits you've got throughout the week that perhaps are not serving you in the ideal possible way? Now, one of the ways that you can actually check in whether signs and signals are perhaps tipping over into 
being detrimental versus helpful is by getting onto the alignedyou.com.au website and doing the body stress score quiz. You've heard me talk about it often before. It used to be called the eight ball quiz back in the day if you've been following me for a long time. It then shifted and evolved into the stress adaptation and the latest iteration of it is the body stress score quiz. As I said, it's on the alignedyou.com.au website. That's A-L-I-G-N-E-D, the letter u.com.au. It's a free quiz. It gives you some baselines of where you are right now because we all have day-to-day stresses within our life. It's whether or not we are adapting well or not so well to them. And what the quiz actually does or the score does is it allows you to see whether you are adapting pretty well right now or whether perhaps you are under the absolute pump and you're into pressure cooker zone and you need to be taking some actual steps right now to be shifting the dial as to where things are. Now, some of you might be wondering why it's changed over time. Well, like most things is in time, things evolve and elevate. And over the years, is it certainly has as well in how I aim to deliver the information to you and also then how you can utilize it moving forward. And it's important. We talk about this regularly on Aligned You and you probably have heard it elsewhere too, but the importance of slipping and checking along the way. Is a version of you right now the version that you want to see in 2024? Is it time to actually stop and listen to some of the signs and signals so you can take some steps as we're coming into the last couple of months of 2023? Can you believe it, folks? Holy bajolis, hasn't this gone fast? As we're coming into the last couple of months of 2023, is what steps do you need to take now so that you can end the year with some steadiness and consistency and creating that rhythm that creates a different version of you for 2024. Having a chat to one of our awesome clients earlier today, and we were talking about different uh, different fun things about life at the moment and just plans for where we might want to live moving down the track and talking about the sort of space that we might like for the dogs, if nothing else for us as well. And it's it was that, oh, that's a 2024 problem. Well, yeah, it is. But we need to make sure that we've got the steps in place to make sure that as we're moving into next year and potentially 2025, is that we're taking the steps now that are creating the foundations for who we want to be moving forward. I hope that makes sense aligned you listeners. So part of your homework this week is to really check in. Check in to whether or not there are signs and signals that your body is showing you right now that is going to impact the version that you want to be in 2024. And what perhaps do you need to put into place now that is going to make all the difference as we're coming into the end of the year and also so you can be hitting the ground running coming into 2024. 2024 is a uh, is an eight year. It's a yang year. It means that it's a year that it's a uh, that you will get supported if you are taking action. I've mentioned it before that 2023 is a yin year. It's a year of flow and consistency and rhythm and being more in the feminine versus a masculine energy. That's not about gender folks. That's about energies is that it's a bit more about being in flow and consistency and rhythm and doing things from a gentle point of view. It doesn't mean not doing anything. It just means doing it in a gentle way. 2024, different kettle of fish. The more action you take, the more you'll be supported. And just having a balance between that, mas- not just by having a, a balance between the masculine and feminine, but understanding it's more of a year of getting off your ass and getting some stuff done. But this is a perfect opportunity as we're coming into the end of 2023 is what is going to benefit you and support your growth through 2024 that you can actually start putting into place now. 
Is it that you need to look at how you're moving? Are you actually getting out and exercising enough right now? Or has that been something that's fallen off your radar? You've heard me speak about it often over the years that if something's going to fall off first for me, it's usually exercise. I'm pretty, usually pretty good around my nutrition, usually pretty, I'm usually great around my mindset is there's other aspects of my breathing these days, making sure my pain and inflammation is sorted, is having an awareness of what I'm doing and how I'm working from a postural point of view. Those things are pretty natural to me. If something's going to fall off first, it's usually exercise. So is that the case for you? Perhaps it is the nutrition is just out of whack right now. I had a few days over the weekend where it certainly was a reminder of why I don't do certain things anymore is it was just a, there was a lot of um, eating out over the weekend. It was the circumstance of the weekend. It was uh, hosting and uh, spending some time with the beautiful folks that were over from the States for the Unio retreat. It was then followed up with a gorgeous wedding. One of my dear friends had their wedding over the weekend, followed up by our gorgeous friend Kim Morrison, who was our wedding celebrant, was down from the Sunshine Coast. So we spent time with um, Kimmy and her beautiful son, Jacob. So it was just a lot of eating out. I think I had six meals out over the weekend, which is a lot for me these days. Didn't used to be a lot, but these days it's a lot. And it was a beautiful reminder on Monday as to why I don't do that anymore because I felt really fooded out. Some of you will resonate with that where you're eating out too much and all I was craving was some vegetables at home with nothing, <laughs> nothing on it, keeping it super, super plain and simple. It might be your food right now. Do you need to tidy that up before you hit the silly season? Because the temptation sometimes is, oh, well, I've been doing something for this long and we're about to hit the silly season, so I might as well keep doing it. Maybe it's about having a few waters between your wines and just spreading out how you're doing things and taking stock, taking stock and an audit right now of what perhaps can you shift up as we're coming into the silly season so that you're thriving through it and you're actually not having to tidy things up significantly as you're coming into the new year. I, again, I hear that regularly from clients is, oh, well, I'll fix that up in the new year. What about if you actually change some of your uh, baselines now so that as you're coming into your new year, it's actually already got a beautiful platform to hit 2024 in a different way. Are there aspects of your day-to-day that you need to sort out with your posture? Do you actually need to see your friendly chiropractor, whether that's me or somebody close to you, depending on where you are listening to this particular podcast, to actually get checked and have your brain-body alignment actually checked so your innate intelligence is actually flowing at its best as we're coming into the end of the year? The other thing I'm hearing regularly at the moment is that people are feeling tired right now. And I understand that. It's been a super busy last um, six weeks or so. And as I've mentioned um, over the last couple of weeks, there's another few weeks of that to go. But are you feeling tired right now? Rather than actually just going with it and adding more stimulants to your world, is perhaps it's time to make sure you've got a little bit of downtime in between the busy so that you can recharge and recalibrate as best as possible so that you're not hitting the end of the year so tired that you're just hitting booze and food to stimulate uh, yourself so that you can get through to the end of the year. This is probably all making sense. Oh, it may be making sense. I should say it might not be making sense. But if this is landing for you, now's a perfect time to actually be taking stock. You hear me saying it regularly is it's always the right time to tidy things up uh, so that your body is able to perform at its best and that brain-body connection can actually be at its ideal. And as I said, sometimes we're getting into that point of the year where sometimes go, oh, that's a next year problem. No, it's probably actually a now problem is in the sense of an, it's the best time to solve it is now before it gets worse and before you add more to it and it becomes an accumulative effect. Pop my teeth back in. Hope that all makes sense, aligned you listeners. So your homework this week aligned you listeners before I go for this week is check in. 
If you haven't done it recently, jump on, do that body stress score quiz. I know I've been banging on about it a lot of late, but if you haven't done it, make sure you do. And if you've done it before, check back in and actually do it again because it's something that is a great tool to be checking in on at least quarterly, if not twice a year, to make sure that things don't go too far wrong before you set set the um, to reset things. Hope that made sense. I was having this conversation with one of the awesome humans that was at our Unio retreat where when we were actually doing a life audit and they were asking that as they make improvements, as they evolve and elevate, is do they actually start from zero or do they actually, how how does the scale work? And in my humble opinion is it becomes a little bit like compound interest is we get to accumulate the improvements that we're making over time. And so each time you actually check in is if you actually notice that your your stu- certain areas are doing really well, it's likely in time certain areas might not be doing so well unless you're being perfect, which is freaking awesome. And that's an amazing thing to also check in on. So those regular touch bases of where you are from a baseline point of view can be very, very powerful. And the longer you ignore the signs and the signals, then the longer it actually takes to get things in order. Classic example, you've heard me mention it before, is some of the symptoms that I've been experiencing through perimenopause, which has now been confirmed is actually menopause, is stuff that I didn't, wasn't that I was ignoring it. I just didn't know how seriously I had to take it. And uh, there's an awesome interview that I've recorded with the amazing Dr. Andrea Huddleston. And there's another one that will be added to that. Uh, in the coming coming months where we were talking about how quickly you need to get onto those signs and signals. And it, as I said, it wasn't that I was ignoring them. I just hadn't realized how important it was to get on top of them now. So now I'm having to work a little bit extra hard to get rid of some of those, uh, to get rid of some of the signs and signals and to bring my body back into equilibrium from a hormonal point of view. That is a story for another time. But hopefully that's all making sense aligned you listeners. So checking in on those signs and signals, not ignoring them. And if you're not sure of the right way to to approach some of those signals that you're being given is you're always welcome to reach out. Uh, you can shoot us an email at hello at you if you need pointing in the right direction for practitioners that might be able to help you out with some of those signs and signals. But before I go this week, Aligned You listeners, my top five song of this week on high rotation is I Feel So Close To You Right Now by Calvin Harris. It was a song that uh, my dear, dear friend P, Pauline Wen, actually played at Unio. Uh, and it was a very, very funny moment when it got played, and it reminds me of that every time that I hear it right now, and uh, it is on high rotation. What did I do for my uh, one of I'm reading or watching? I actually watched the latest series of Billions over the weekend. My goodness, that's a great show. I really like it. So well done. Story for another time, but so, so well done if you're after a great series on Stan. Uh, what did I do to de-stress and decompress? Caught up with some beautiful, beautiful friends over the last, uh, over the weekend, over the last few days. Um, and just so great to be able to touch base with them and to check in where I'm at as well, because I, I don't know about you guys, but I always find the beauty in checking in with friends and catching up with friends that I haven't seen for a while, because it always is a, a moment in time where we get to touch base, base, break bread together. And also it's a checking point for how far we've all come in that period of time, which is really beautiful. A quote of this week is by the famous author Anon, which is life is like a camera. Just focus on what's important what's important and capture the good times, develop from the negatives. And if things don't work out, just take another shot. And it's a beautiful way to finish folks for my final thought for today is with some of these signs and signals that your body is showing you, it's not a beat up, beat yourself up moment. It's a take stock moment and understand that 
that where you are right now is an accumulation of everything that you've been through and to really uh, be grateful for what your body has done to support you up until this point and also to be understanding of what you can do next to actually assist your body to be able to hold you through what the coming months and years are actually going to bring your way. So that's it for this week, Align you listeners. Bye for now and I'll catch you next time. And that's it for today's episode, Aligned You listeners. Remember to hit the five-star ratings and share today's episode with your friends. And be sure to join our collective on Facebook and Instagram at Aligned You. Look forward to catching you next time. The information shared on Aligned You podcast is of general nature and for information purposes only. It is not specific medical or personal advice. You should seek assistance from your healthcare practitioner for your individual circumstances. Any information provided doesn't imply endorsement or third-party devices or products and cannot provide you with health and medical advice.